Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. You found yourself listening to a podcast about suicide, suicidal thoughts, depression, and really just mental health in general. We talk about these subjects um, with a lot of levity. That is to say, we make really, really dark jokes on this show, and uh, we hope you like that. But we also want you to know right off the top that we do that because of our experiences with these things, not because we take them lightly. So us laughing at them is not encouragement to do jokey things when it comes to suicide. Also, we care very deeply about you. So if you are dealing with depression right now, suicidal thoughts right now, and especially if you are contemplating suicide, we cannot urge you enough to get help. The first line of defense is the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're absolutely great. You can call them anytime. They will talk to you. They will help you through it. They're amazing. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. And thanks for listening to the show. Are we recording? We are. Now okay. we are. No, we're keeping that. Oh, no. <laughs> what song was that? Oh, God. There's so many bad emo bands. Uh, it was All Time oh. Low. Oh, I know All Time Low. Yeah. They like really were kind of like the hair metal of emo. Totally. Yeah. That was a weird thing that happened. Like, I, you, I would not have believed you if you had told me when I was a kid that pop punk and emo were going to become... <laughs> So yeah. popular, yeah. Because they crazy. were like my special thing, and I would go to shows. Yeah, I don't know. And it would be like only two hundred people. They'd be sold out, but it'd be only two hundred people there. And I'd be like, "Yeah, we're the only cool people in this whole state." <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first time I heard it applied was to Bright Eyes, and then Emo, when you, really? when you get to All Time Low, it's like people trying to like sing over their amps, so they're like, "Pop up, 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 up." Yeah, <laughs> totally. It became so... The first time I remember thinking of uh, like emo, pop, punk, and screamo as that was that band Hawthorne Heights. Oh, yeah. They, be, they were so... I lived there. That was oh, a good apartment building. You lived in Hawthorne Heights? <laughs> man, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. The landlord was a dick. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally emo. Uh, the landlord wa- was emo. <laughs> washer dryer in the building. That's our crying room. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the landlord yeah. has like a haircut that's totally. like over one eye. I'm really sorry, dude, but uh, your ex girlfriend lives right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most emo apartment complex. Yeah, totally. I got like tons of razors or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, dude. Rent's a rant, uh, like a suicide note. You know, the rent is just, you know, you have to that's write the a lease new suicide note every, every <laughs> yeah. month. Yeah. Has to be about a girlfriend who loved you. Yeah, so you have to sign a year suicide note, and then it's like a new su- a month to month after that. You know um, what? Music has always sucked. I'll say it. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> Even people say Scott Joplin's pure, <laughs> but <laughs> but ragtime, more like drag time. You yeah, know? what a bummer. Yeah, absolute. I, thank you, man. <laughs> drag time music was like the emo of that generation. Yeah, totally. That's what you listen to when you're a flapper and you're sad. <laughs> drag time music. <laughs> I got money in the bank and a boo 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 
I wish we were better at bits. <laughs> I think I'm great. <laughs> I'm That's how Lauren Michaels succeeded through the industry. By just saying I'm great. I think that I'm great. Yeah. I think this was awesome. Trump too. You're like, that episode of SNL wasn't very good. He's like, I think it was I, awesome. It was good. Yeah. No, it was good. Fire everyone who says it's bad. <laughs> like half of that was funny. <laughs> so we have a perfect show. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, you're listening to Suicide Buddies. Oh, damn it. I'm Dave Ross. That's true. And I'm Hampton Yunt. This is Suicide Buddies. It's a comedy mental health podcast. We joke around a lot about suicidal thoughts and depression here because we've been through it, and uh, that's how we deal with it, and we hope it helps you deal with it. But just know that we don't take suicide lightly at all. Um, if you're really dealing with it, please talk to someone. The helpline we listed at the beginning, or a friend, or really anyone in your life. Nowadays, you can literally... <laughs> one thing that's wonderful about the internet is you can literally write on Twitter... I'm sad, and someone will help you. <laughs> that can't be right. That is, I mean, that's awesome. It's that's not so totally true, I guess. <laughs> but um, there is a weird like um, computer program app that's like a therapist for people. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, it's kind of like they're streamlining mental health in a lot of ways, where they're just like, okay, so since we're super understaffed to deal with this huge problem of mental health across the United States, there's a new fun app. It's a doctor robot. So you it's write him. Taking Bot Sunday. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm, you know what's happening is I'm hanging out with Kyle Ayers all the time, and he is, Oof. he fires out puns Oof. like... Oh my god, it's all the time. Ben Cronberg too. <laughs> Two of my favorite oh, comedians both, and favorite yeah. people. But like hanging out with them like every five minutes, I'm like, dude, you have to stop. Uh, <laughs> all Dave, puns. You have to see this shit about this robot program. That, taking like, Bot Sunday. Yeah, taking Bot Sunday, dude. <laughs> it's like you write in to a robot now, like an app that you're like, I'm sad. And this is like very popular, this app. It's really? blowing up. Because there's just so few people want to go to a therapist. They're so understaffed. Like, right. It's yeah. just like, this That's great. is a realistic alternative That's for people. So inter- Isn't it interesting? Like, I've, I think I've said this before on the show, but when I'm feeling really down and stressed out and feeling like I'm a piece of shit who like deserves bullying or oh yeah my brain goes. I, I believe that <laughs> oh good thanks um, oh I'm there <laughs> yeah yeah uh I uh, I can just say, um, what if you're okay? Just mm. I just say that to myself in my head, mm. and I like immediately feel a sense of relief. It's weird. I, it's just weird to me how like True. just hearing anyone say you're okay or you're loved yeah. can make you feel so much better. So it makes sense. And sometimes just it's seeing like the words when you feel that low. Even just saying it to yourself seems impossible. So you're right. I mean, it is this kind of weird relief. You wouldn't expect like yourself could bring yourself out of like, totally. You know that lowest moment, but sometimes it's really just the words, yeah, the, the statement, and and putting some sort of faith into it. Yeah, totally. Off of that. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be why that robot works. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a robot. But all you got to do is hear the words, right? It's Johnny Five, dude, from Short Circuit. He's on the other side. Wow, Short Circuit. 
I haven't thought about short circuit since the last time I jerked off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I fuck robots, dude. Johnny Five Knuckle Shuffle. There you, know you go. I mean? I've yeah. never heard the Five Knuckle Shuffle before. Oh, you've never heard that as a term as for a jerking J- off? J O N thing? J O N, yeah. <laughs> as I said, okay, guys. Off. Guys, new Hampton's Helpful Hints. J O, dude. Yeah, you got a J O. <laughs> Beat it. Every time you got a. And I've said this before. You got it. Your bits. You got a J O, or you'll become an O J. <laughs> Wait, what? What's an O J? Simpson. <laughs> oh, right. You'll either, if you'll you don't die? jack off, you'll murder people. <laughs> oh, I see. I don't, I don't know. Wait, what are Hampton's helpful hints for? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> are they for murderers? They're for regular people. Uh-huh. The idea is that they're insanely obvious helpful hints. That would be frustrating <laughs> to be told if you were actually depressed. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> like if someone, if you were like, I am clinically depressed, and they're like, you should drink more water. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I'm gonna strangle you. Yes. And if somebody was like, you should jack off more, you'll be OJ. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> I see. I I didn't really learn anything in that description. I <laughs> um, but I get it. It's yeah. a slow process. You guys. will kill people if you don't jerk off. Honestly, the Hamptons helpful hints only work when you use all of them in conjunction. Oh yeah, if you drink water and do push-ups while jerking <laughs> off and uh, petting a dog, then you won't be depressed anymore. And that's actually probably true. If you can jerk <laughs> off <laughs> while petting a dog, that seems like. You feel better. Get the fuck away from my dog. No, well, no, I'm, I'm like animal. I'm like Mr. Animal. I'm like, obviously, I'm it's got to be your dog. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm Mr. Animal. I'm Mr. Animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say when I'm about to pet anything. No, no, no. I'm Mr. Animal, so... Don't worry, I can jerk off while I'm petting your dog. No, that's why you got to get your own dog, right? <laughs> is this okay that is say? true. Yeah, thanks. that is true. Thank you, man. Hey, man, you have a cat. I'm just going to ask right, you, I do. straight up, have you ever been naked in front of your cat? Yeah. That's awful, dude. I can't believe it. Well, she walked in on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Was your cat like a Eugene Levy with big <laughs> eyebrows? And I was like, oh, no, Dave's yeah. fucking a pie. I, I didn't. <laughs> You took it to the me fucking when she walked in. I mean, your cat opened the door and walked in on you, Eugene Levy style. You straight up DPing a pie. (laughs) You and your roommate. True, my roommate and I were fucking the same pie. (laughs) Hey, man, pie orgy? I mean, hell yeah, bro. Um, (laughs) You ever DP an apple? (laughs) Yeah, double pie. (laughs) Time. Yeah. Double pie, dude. American pie two, double pie. Uh double penetration. <laughs> oh man, I gotta give that to you. That is an award winning joke. Double penetration. Can you believe our podcast has won this many awards? I know, dude. BAFTA. BAFTA. Safta Saftra. Nick Jr. Nick Mom. <laughs> Nick Mullen. <laughs> Nick Mullen. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we've won them all, man. I do want to win a cum award. Just one <laughs> once. You know what well, I mean? You got to keep DP in them pies, dude. <laughs> yeah. DP oh, my pie. God. My child is fucking a pie. They could have kept that series going if he just fucked a different kind of pastry every movie. 
They just kept it pie related, which it, was a problem. You know, Hampton, I'm glad you brought this up. Because thank you. Thank I've you. been thinking of this for a really long time. <laughs> That's why I won a Humanitas Award. <laughs> it's one of those things that you just like, you hold in and you think no one thinks it until a comedian <laughs> says it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I fuck pies too. Well, why wouldn't he fuck like an eclair? Or a donut. I know. These are very, these are the most. So you're saying it easy. should have been American pie, then American eclair, yes. then American donut, yes. American cake, <laughs> American wedding cake. They did American wedding. Yeah. It seems Why like they were so cake? close. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. You're doing the wedding. Fuck the cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this at every wedding. It's funny, like, uh, I don't think they do the stripper cake thing anymore. And that was really like when we were kids. (laughs) 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 The Republicans. Oh, right. (laughs) Uh, That's a good point. You can't really get a stripper cake anymore? I just meant that it seems like when we were growing up, that was such a cliche. Totally. And... I don't even think I've heard of that in the like that doesn't happen anymore. They don't do stripper cakes anymore. Yeah, totally. It's like, man, that is it's gone. This it's an innocence. I, I miss it. I miss it, Dave. The innocence. Where do you think the last stripper cake happened? <laughs> Definitely the White House. Giuliani's apartment. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> Um, Two twin tower cakes. Aristotle, can you look it up? Can you, can you Google if we can get a stripper cake? <laughs> I want to. I want to. Actually, know. yes. All right. So, guys, we're going to keep the Patreon going, and if we raise money enough for Aristotle's <laughs> helicopter, the next step: two stripper cakes, maybe three. I guess we need one we for Aristotle. Do three. Yeah, we should do three. At first ever Suicide Buddies live show. We'll say that I couldn't make it at the beginning, <laughs> and you're like pissed. And then there's just a cake on stage uh, instead of me. And then I pop out of the cake in the episode. I'm calling it right now. Here's the thing. I'm always the classic guy with the big butcher knife (laughs) running up to the stripper cake, thinking it's a regular cake. Totally. And of course, I take the biggest big boy proportion cut of just like, well, this is my slice. (laughs) And I I kill so many strippers. (laughs) Thinking I'm bu- I'm making a big slice. I think that we might have found a clue as to why they don't do stripper cakes anymore. <laughs> People with just like stars in their eyes were like, I've never seen so much cake in all my life. There have to there. I mean, I hate to be this That's morbid, true. but there has to be at least one person who died in a stripper cake, um, right? Oh God! This can't be real. This no. can't. It has to be fake. What's M- this? Yeah. There's this no is way. written by a Russian person. <laughs> There's no way this uh, is real. This is the headline he showed us: is pastry chef accidentally bakes bachelor cake with stripper inside. All right, ah, Ar- Aristotle. I no like way. the headline. No way. <laughs> Research that. <laughs> I think that's an MST3K bit. <laughs> Never heard of it. They did. <laughs> yeah, I need that verified through Snopes. Whitehouse.gov. <laughs> yeah, can you tweet at Trump and ask him if it's true? I need you to verify that through Breitbart. <laughs> well, Hampton, how are you, bud? I'm all right. Yeah? You okay. coming out of your funk? Coming all? out of my spell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you were uh, down in it for a while. Is it okay for me to be asking this? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm like the same, you know? Sure. I'm much better, but I think it was good to just like process. Um Feeling really low, yeah, about stuff. What, yeah, what do you think? Is it the kind of thing where you just gotta like ride it out and then you'll get some work and feel better or something? 
Or can oh, you just man. like drink water and pet a dog? And God, exactly. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. Are you? <laughs> I mean, I am taking a little bit of time to be like, maybe I should just like work out a bit and also like focus on. It's weird. Like to me, I'm very like um, helped by changing things in my very local orbit. Oh, yeah, so totally. Me if too. I can just feel better a little bit about myself, that actually does kind of help. Yeah. But then it's also like, I mean, I finished editing my new album and like, you know, like working on the podcast. I think it's just like sometimes it. I just feel better focusing on the things that I want to create, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it's hard at first, but I mean, it's always the more rewarding thing. Yeah, man. Definitely you know. for me, I found that like, the only thing that can really pull me out is work, like working on something for Doing sure. Doing your own stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. That's my thing. Is like, yeah, because that's why I got into comedy. You know, it's like right. I just wanted to make my own shit. Yeah, yeah. So I should never really doubt that too much. And when I'm like, oh, I didn't get this job or I didn't get a call back on this thing where it's me kind of going to other people to get work, that was probably a mistake. Oh, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, maybe that's why... I was deluded or, you know, like, or I got my hopes up. Sure. At the end of the day, I should just be like, make my own stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Because at least I can stand by it. Yeah. I think. Well, I think what happens is that you, like, you, like, get some work and you're like, ah, I want to make money doing this. And the, yeah. where the money's at is other people have the money. Well, and so you get in the habit of doing that. And then you're like, oh, shit, right. This is unhealthy. I'm going to get the answer no almost every single fucking time from somebody <laughs> like, else. You just put up a new sketch and like, I think the sketch series has been great. Like, and it's just Thanks, you doing it. It's just, you know, like you didn't have to go to anyone. Well, I had to go to Lauren. <laughs> uh, no, I, know <laughs> I had to consult with Bill Murray to see if he would be attached. Yeah. They funded my four second sketch. <laughs> no, totally, man. Yeah. It's, um, it's like super rewarding. It feels really good. And it's the, it's just, yeah, it's the only thing that actually makes me feel good. For sure. Yeah. I know it's stupid. It's so weird to, to have to have yeah. faith in ourselves that much or like to be like, oh, yeah, this thing that maybe no one's paying attention to right now, I believe in yeah. a ton. And I think this will be my calling card. You know, like I think it's just having faith in yourself and that that's always going to be more rewarding to me. Totally. Well, plus, yeah, I mean, there's so much work that goes into making something. So the actual sitting down and doing it, I mean, it literally does just distract you from the feelings. And then you have that feeling of reward from a finished product. And then the further feeling of reward that you created all of it. Yeah, totally, yeah. man. Yeah. When's that album coming out, by the way? I think it's going to be December. Let's do it Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I've just, just now decided... <laughs> It's going to be sometime in December. It's been a little bit of like trying to figure out when's a good time to release because the new season of Mystery Science Theater comes out like late November. And oh. I wasn't sure if I should do that before or after because I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like it's already a lot of content out for comedy fans to be enjoying, the, you know, if they have Netflix. So I didn't want to like over, you know, fill. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I'm. I don't know what the, to think about shit like that. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, who knows? People only have so many, so many, so many hours in a day. You know, right. so it's like you, if if saying. a new yeah. show's out that they have to binge watch, it's like putting out an album. It's like one more thing they have to go check out. So yeah. it's like 
planning that stuff out is a little bit of a thought, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <sure. laughs> That's Dave's. I'm gonna check it out. Seal of approval. <laughs> good for you. Well, cool. Whenever it comes out, I'll get it. <laughs> Dude, free of charge, man. Whoa, I get it for free? Yeah, you're getting a huge guy. You guys should all start a podcast with Hampton. You get his albums for free. <laughs> um, we're releasing this episode, by the way, uh, November 1st, 2018, the last day of this short run of shows I'm doing in the South. Um, so tonight, if you're listening to this November 1st, tonight I have a show in Durham, North Carolina at the Pinhook. For more details, go to my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. Hopefully see you there. Noise, noise, noise. Yeah, dude. And obviously, I'm not talking about the other shows I've done on the tour because we're recording this beforehand. So we'll talk about it next episode. <laughs> All the wonderful people I know I met in the past <laughs> week. All the bands I saw at Fest. Dude, the last time oh, I went to playing? Fest. I don't remember. It's like, it's crazy, though, every year. It's like Coachella for punk bands. Cool. Um the uh, like Levine the last time I went, the Melvins played and Whoa. Descendants played, oh, nice. and I saw Marked Men. But one of the coolest they have, they have all of these bands do cover sets as big punk bands. And I saw this band Weak Teeth do an entire Choking Victim set, and Choking Victims is one of my favorite bands of all time. And it was just like it was just this tiny little room with like eighty people in it and good rich give art and I just like Damn. watched these guys play choking victim songs. It was the shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> that's what, awesome, man. What cool. We, oh, is this the Oh here's oh, the yeah. lineup. Dude, that's right. Okay. L- Lagwagon is playing for the Let's Talk About Feelings. I just want to quote uh Baron Vaughn's joke about all music festival lineups and he calls it like the cool kid eye, like seeing eye test. Yeah. <laughs> as you get smaller and smaller down the list, it's like um nickel penny wagon trail. I don't fucking know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, Who's, totally. Who is that? Lagwagon. Oh yeah, Lagwagon, the get up kids, cursive, menzingers. Oh my god, cursive. Yeah, Pieball. Fuck. Pieballed. Dead to me. I love oh Mets. Oh, this sounds great. I should have looked at this list. I'm Tim, uh, pretty excited Tim by Barry. It. Is that the writer? <laughs> No, I don't know who you're thinking of, actually. Hmm. Uh, Tim Barry is the lead singer of Avail. Oh, okay. Uh, the band from Richmond. Oh, wow, dude. Um, this is awesome to be a part of. Uh, what, what, um, where is this? Is this Gainesville? It's in Gainesville, Florida. This is Gainesville. Yeah. Gainesville has like such a reputation as like a punk town. Yeah, it's cool. Why? What happened? <laughs> well, Against Me is from there. Yeah. And it's a college town. And also, it's just one of those towns that, like, I think however it formed into being itself... It has a really arty downtown with a shitload of music venues and bars and stuff. Hmm. So the thing, it's Mm. actually my favorite music festival I've ever been to, just in the setup, because it has the exact same amount of bands as a big outdoor music festival, except there are so many venues in Gainesville that, that every single show is inside and so you don't hear bleed over from other shows and they're all oh, fucking nice. air conditioned and shit so you're not out in the <laughs> sun all day and there's all these places you can sit down and also all the venues are super close to each other so you can just walk around and you see people all day it's it's awesome yeah when you hear music festival in Florida you're kind of like oh so like I'll, this. I'll, I'll <laughs> like yeah have swamp balls <laughs> when I was on work tour I just was on the leg of warp tour that was Florida I had like four dates in Florida and I 
by the fourth day, I was like, I don't want to do comedy anymore. This is a nightmare. In Jacksonville, it was just like under a bridge, under a highway overpass. <laughs> <laughs> like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song? <laughs> just yeah, we all did heroin and, and died. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Huh. Well, that's interesting because I guess in my mind, I always thought Gainesville, I associated it with like, uh, I wouldn't say white trash, but I associated it with like almost like punk bands playing outdoor in front of like trailer park <laughs> kind of shit. Because that's what Against Me, their first like uh, releases sounded like. Yeah. Were them playing literally like on like a bucket and a guitar. <laughs> right. And you're like, okay, this sounds like the most, you know. I mean, I will Low say five that thing probably, um, yeah, they did play a lot of backyard shows and house shows. I mean, that's what punk was for the longest Ugh. time. Ugh. <laughs> Either play the Palladium or fuck off. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jay-Z or nothing. When I saw the lineup of Festa, I was like, no Jay-Z, no thanks. <laughs> and then I took my shoes off and walked into a restaurant. <laughs> Dude, Denny's used to have a punk rock programming. Did you see that? What? Did you ever see that? Denny's, like in the last like five years, this was a weird thing they tried where they were like, we're going to have like underground bands play Denny's and we're going to sponsor them to come through because they just were like, at one point, Denny's really was like, okay, only like drunks coming in at 1 a.m. Yeah. come to Denny's. Yeah. And it's mostly kids who just left a concert. So let's have like a concert series inside of Denny's. Wow. <laughs> and they had, like, what a bad idea. <laughs> right? Like uh, one of the worst ideas you can possibly no imagine. No one wants there to be a band in Denny's. No. <laughs> If you just left a concert, you don't want to go to another concert. Everyone in Denny's <laughs> wants to die. Yes. <laughs> There's no like, oh, a good song. I, I'm there because I'm, I wish I was dead, but I guess I'll need fuel to live a little longer. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, do you know any of the bands that play Denny's? God, it was like a bunch of like emo bands. Interpol. Uh, <laughs> Aristotle, are you like uh, looking it up? This would be great. Was it <laughs> Interpol? <emo> would be <laughs> yeah, Arcade Fire. <laughs> no, it was like it was kind of like at the death of like bands like Fall Out Boy. It was oh, kind okay. of like all that generation of emo bands where there was too many bands, and Denny's was like, "Whoa, like kids seem to still want to eat at our restaurants, but at like one a.m." <sighs> When they're wow. fucked up, such a miss. <laughs> yeah, just like understanding a of the situation. Yeah, what and which Denny's was it? Just uh, random. It different... was a bunch. Wow. Yeah, it was like a it was like a tour series almost. Damn, dude. Yeah, Denny's the Denny's tour, the Denny's vomit diarrhea tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moon over my hammy, <laughs> fuck all over my shitty tour. <laughs> If we do a tour, that's the name of our tour for sure. Over <laughs> Miami, fuck all over my shitty. Fuck all over my shitty tour. Um, by the way, this week uh-huh. we're talking about uh-huh. a Nazi. No, oh! is it Lorne Michaels? <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> is Boom! It, is Got it him. Joe Rogan? Yeah, this week we're doing Joe Rogan. <laughs> this is how you found out that Joe Rogan committed suicide. Is it Donald Trump? 
Yes, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> Sorry, I've done the same joke now three times. I wish I'd live with Donald Trump. Damn, dude. Um, yeah, dude. You'd mentioned this beforehand, and uh, I was pretty excited because for a long time I wanted to do an episode about Rommel. Yeah. Who was a Nazi who tried to kill Hitler and then was forced by the Nazis to kill himself. He fucked I didn't up. realize that Rommel tried to kill Hitler. He was kind of like associated with the Project Valkyrie thing. Oh. But at the end of the day, when I looked into his story, it wasn't that interesting. And I was also like, yeah, but you were also a Nazi. <laughs> like, yeah, you're still a Nazi. It was hard to like, yeah. yeah, really figure out his character. Yeah, it's cool that you had like a change of heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, like that's better than the others, I guess. But <laughs> you're like shoveling bodies into yeah, a fire like, and then like you kind of turn to the camera Vic, and then like bad? Wonder Years like narrator. And it was like, and then at that moment I realized maybe I was the bad guy. To everything turn, turn, No, no, no. Yes, I worked in a concentration camp but I brought the Jews food <laughs> that they could hide. <laughs> Hidden food. And it was that moment. Yeah, you still killed them. I realized maybe I wasn't done with high school. <laughs> do, 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 do. do everything, turn, turn, turn. <laughs> He's like 80. Uh, <laughs> I tried to watch that movie, Apt Pupil, recently. Man, that movie is fucking crazy. You've seen it? Yes. Oh, man. It's one of Stephen King's lesser-known works. It's yes. just completely bizarre. And it doesn't... there with Thinner. Oh, dude, Thinner is so fucking fun. It's crazy. Thinner's fun. It is. People is more like of its time. Like, it really felt like that was a movie of the 90s. Yeah. I was like, okay. Or I don't know if it's early 2000s, but yeah, it's just like, it doesn't hold up, really. It's like too sensational, you know, like... It's really, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's scary because they're not, he's a Nazi. It's just like the first movie I saw where I was like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, what, are you McKellen scaring you? I guess it was the first time I'd processed that someone now could be a Nazi. Oh, and interesting. that idea is like truly horrifying. Ian McKellen. Um, Maybe yeah. I'll kiss you if you're I saw, a mutant. I saw this great <laughs> interview with Ian McKellen where he was such a cunt. He's so funny. Someone asked him, uh, they were like, I heard that you shot the first scene of the first Lord of the Rings movie and the last scene of the last Lord of the Rings movie on the same day. Is that true? And he was like, yes. And they were like, it's amazing. There's so much that happened in between there. How did you do that? And he just goes, well, I'm an actor. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking dick. I know. That's hysterical. Me and my brother uh, growing up would always do an Ian McKellen joke, like our impression back to each other, mm -hmm. which was from X-Men, which was, we just kind of found it funny that he plays Magneto and I don't know, he just, he's like this Shakespearean actor and you can yeah. tell he's making a meal of it. So he always goes, uh, Toad has a wicked tongue. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. talking about his weird little underling toad, and he goes, Turd has a wicked tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdest. Man. Oh, okay. You mean like he eats pussy? <laughs> hey, Magneto. You mean like he eats pussy? I actually texted my brother this dumb midnight thought I had. 
and it wouldn't make much sense other than in comic books. Midnight Thoughts with Hampton, yeah. It was like falling asleep, yeah, dumb thought. Mm-hmm. And it was um, like if there was a superhero who had mastery of animals, but it's not like he can talk to them and communicate. It's like he's like Magneto of animals. Like he can make a dog lift with his mind. Oh. <laughs> But only animals. <laughs> only animals. Yeah. And he could like shove a mouse through you <laughs> at like 90 miles per hour. Dude, that's incredible. <laughs> Mastery of that. animals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's incredible. Turd has a rigged tongue. <laughs> uh, now choke on a dog. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a break. Um, you know, so you can hear from our sponsors. And, uh, <laughs> and Guys, we'll... join the Patreon. That's our sponsor. Our own Patreon. Yeah, sign up. We have don't have an episode coming out this week, but we have so many. We have so many other ones. And they're so funny, dude. God, what? what's your problem? Sign up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard the Miley Cyrus song, The Climb? No. No? Dude, it's awesome. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. I was like weeping to it recently. No way. No, I know. It's it's like she doesn't... She's actually got a new album, which is actually pretty good. Um, but this, this song, The Climb, it's weird. It's a song about achieving things and having like a purpose to your life. <laughs> Really? And it's like there's I don't see a lot of songs written about that. No. And it's like it's so weird, man. Like you gotta hear it. It's kind of just about like Step one. <laughs> be Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. <laughs> Drink water. Step two. Yeah. Become a Disney star. Be a Disney that. star. Be a child star. <laughs> yeah. Your parents are wealthy. Drink water. And you know what? Days are gonna be tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard. No, it's um, weird. I got into a weird thing of like um, country girl singers for a long time. Sure, of yeah. like, I was like, maybe I don't have confidence, but maybe a twenty-year-old girl <laughs> has the confidence I need. Yeah, as sure. A functioning thirty-year-old <laughs> man. I mean, I and get growing. it. <laughs> I had a big Lydia Loveless stage. Oh man, <laughs> are you serious? She's awesome. Yeah. And she's like wasted all the time. You know what I mean? That's the thing about listening to country. It's like you like go to them for advice and they're just like singing about their woes. And then all of a sudden it's like, but I took five shots of whiskey and then I shot at a tree. And you're like, I think I see a clue. (laughs) Hey. Guy tried to psychoanalyze me and I blew his head off. Wow, you're a serial wow. killer. Oh, okay. you're a murderer. Wow, all right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, new person I recommend, Casey Musgraves. Very fun. Casey Musgraves. I don't yeah, know very Casey fun. Musgraves. Miley Cyrus actually did... Um, uh, there's a, a video of this. I don't remember who... It was like a series that some of like backyard record live recordings. Oh, okay. She did a song with Against Me. Really? Um, yeah, and the name of the song, it's awesome. It's so fucking great. Um, hold on. Oh, Dave's hacking the internet. Oh, Dave's typing in wa- you know, whitehouse.gov. <laughs> Here we go. 
This is where he gets all the clues. Oh yeah, Happy Hippie presents, and she does a song with uh, with them. Tight. Or I guess it's actually just with Laura Jane Grace and one of the members of Against Me, and then some other people. I think. Yeah. And it's the song True Trans Soul Rebel, which is a fucking amazing song. I mean, um, honestly, like I'm pretty impressed with how Against Me has like kept my interest even more so dude. over the years. Like it's I love them initially, so it's it's just been fun, and that's awesome to see Miley Cyrus. <laughs> When Laura Jean Grace so transitioned and they put out that first album, mm-hmm. I listened to it and I was like, oh, fuck, they're like fully back. This yeah. is crazy. That album's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. By the way, quick PSA, I guess. Um, Trump announced that he is trying to um, make it so the idea of being trans does not exist. Bathrooms are now illegal. <laughs> Trump just uh, made bathrooms illegal. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I, I only just kind of saw some parts of that story. I also have faith the midterms are going to shake things up, but we'll see, man. I don't know. It is one of those times, though, that uh, trans people, I think, probably feel more alone than ever. So, you know, show your support of trans people any way you can, please. Yeah. That's all I want to say. And, and it's also funny <laughs> that it's like, like you're saying, it's, it's funny when that album came out for Against Me because I was like, man, they didn't lose a step but then it's like you see like miley cyrus she went through her like i'm a pothead yeah borderline like co-opting black culture <laughs> like, right like bullshit and, like just like her weird Riding stage that wrecking show ball everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she get had to a get car. downtown <laughs> she gets on the wrecking ball you can afford a car Bad. I gotta go down now. I'm gonna get on the wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> Miley Cyrus has killed five thousand people today <laughs> with her wrecking ball trans. <laughs> Not smart. Yeah. Well, it's just like um, I don't know. Uh, now it's like she's it, the funny thing is she actually has a new new persona. Like she left that persona, the weed smoking persona, where she was like. I'm crazy. I'm gonna show my butthole to the president, like just <laughs> right. insane shit. Good stuff. And then she was like, "No, I'm actually like chilling out in Malibu. Like I'm cool now. Like I'm just back in touch. I've quit weed. I'm like cool <laughs> now." So there was a minute where she did that persona. Mm-hmm. There was a track called Malibu that she released, and it was like very spacey and like, <laughs> oh, "Okay, you're like in rehab or whatever." <laughs> sure. And now she's like. Now I'm like 1950s like rockabilly. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's like like within a year has gone through three transformations of identity. Wow. <laughs> God, I wish I were rich. <laughs> so bad. I so want to see your rockabilly phase. Oh man. I want to see your weed smoking. I've already phase. been through that. I went by Reverend Horton Heat. <laughs> I was huge, man. <laughs> I, Everybody I loved me. Dave's phase where he can't stop showing his butthole to the president. Oh, yeah. I've been through that. Smoking I've been through it all, man. Wearing onesies. I've showed my butthole to four presidents. <laughs> Barack Obama, popes? Bill Clinton. No popes. Come on, man. I'm not religious. <laughs> good, good. Just Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Jimmy Carter, and Abraham Lincoln. Jimmy Jimmy Carter. That's his name, right? The way that you said that made me question whether or not that was I had his name right. Is it Jeff? <laughs> no, Jeff <it's> Carter? <laughs> Bill? <laughs> Is it Bill Carter? Let's talk about this fucking Nazi. Yeah. Dave, let's talk about this Nazi right now. 
His name is Wilhelm Redice. Oof, what a Nazi. I know, what a Nazi. Wilhelm. He, uh, yeah. I also, I think one of the reasons I picked him is he's, he's got a fucking Nazi-ass name, dude. <laughs> yeah. The only way his na- name could be more Nazi is if his name were like Steve Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Gary doesn't like yeah, Jews. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes, hello. hello. My name is Hitler Gas Chamber. <laughs> I don't like that guy. No, he seems mean. He seems like a mean guy. He's actually super progressive. Yeah. Hitler hello, Gas my Chamber. Name is <laughs> Hitler Gas Chamber. He's one I'm of the lesser known guys on Chapo Trap House. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Damn, Wilhelm, what did you do? So, a quick history of Wilhelm, um, or maybe not so quick. Who knows? Uh, Wilhelm Redice, he was born in Prussia, which is now just part of Germany. Progressive um, Russia. Progressive Russia, yeah. <laughs> Pralines in Russia. <laughs> um, October 10th, 1900. Um, after school, he became an electrician, and then June 1918, he joined the German army and was in the infantry until November 1918, when World War One ended. Wow! So, so then, he got in early. Yeah, got on the ground floor, started the mail room of the Nazi party. Um, <laughs> Emphasis on mail. I so okay in. in <laughs> That took me a second. <laughs> Not to be all SJW, but focus on mailroom. Yeah, why can't it be female? Why can't room? we have female being delivered every day? <laughs> female. <laughs> um, if you really listen to the postal service, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You'd get it. Uh, then May 1925, he joined the SA. Which is a name I can't pronounce. Socialist. That stands for stands for Storm Detachment. Okay. Um, they were the basically yeah. when the Nazi Party wasn't running Germany yet, they were the paramilitary group that was attached to the Nazi Party. So thugs. it was like the SS mm-hmm. thugs, thugs that yeah. were like that acted like an army and had guns and troops <laughs> and marched. Yeah. The kind of fucking assholes you see now, where you're like, oh, you fashion yourselves like some sort of military thing, like and that, you're just except thugs. much <laughs> more organized. Like literally, there were regiments and leaders and shit like that. Yeah, and so. He um he not long after he joined the SA he was he was entered into the Nazi party and then by 1927 he was leading an SA company and then he and his company were made a part of the SS in 1930 after the Nazis came into power in Germany. Was it Apple Computers? This company? Oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I that was so that was such a ridiculous joke that, that I was like, what? They bought Apple What is computers? he saying? <laughs> what did he say? Um, he, uh, yeah, so this is just a guy who rose through the ranks in the SS super quickly. Damn. And then in 1935, so 1930, he's leading a company in the SS. By 1935, he's a lieutenant general, which is, the, which is what they call an Obergruppenführer. Um, Germany. Yeah. When are you not Germany? Do you watch Man in the High Castle? Uh, no. Man, I love that show. I watch Baby in the High Chair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what happens in that show? He shits himself. Like <laughs> wow. But he puts it. But sometimes he takes that little poop and he puts a little Hitler mustache on his. Head. Oh, okay. Wow. Sounds like Baby I love in the it. High Chair. Because yeah. I love Nazi shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is this about Nazis? No. I'm out. <laughs> 
Is it shit? This is Star Trek. Any anything Nazis or human shit, I'm fucking <laughs> in. Um, yeah, well, one of the main characters in Man in the High Castle is Obergrippen Fuhrer Smith. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, you watch it? Oh, yeah, I love are it. Are you caught up? I, think I am. It's like a up. new season coming out, right? Yeah, it just came out, and I, I watched it much. fucking right away, dude. Oh, nice. So it's like your Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I my Daredevil is any really 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 <laughs> fucked up drama. Have you seen Sharp Objects? It's the most fucked up show. Don't watch that show if you're depressed. <laughs> it's oh wow. Have you seen it? No. Oh man. I mean, it's like about a series of child murders in this town, and oh, Amy no. Adams is a reporter in St. Louis who goes back to her tiny hometown. Um, and then it's revealed pretty quickly that she's a cutter and has been for a long time. And uh, it's just the most disturbing show I've ever seen. I love it. I uh, can't help but think about uh, Daredevil in uh, Nazi Germany. And uh, he's just like, I don't see a Holocaust. I'm blind. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's a Holocaust denier. Just cause he's like, I don't see it. I, for, I, it has taken me so long to get jokes today for some reason. Did you see how long it took me to realize what you were talking about? I know. <laughs> to be fair, I waited a second. No, and got which away I appreciate. from the subject. Um, um, damn, man. Uh, so this guy sounds kind of like a bad guy. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest with you, like. <laughs> Well, that's what's weird. It's hard to do. Seem like you can empathize with them. We like much. to talk about mental health and empathy on this show, so yeah. it's hard to do Nazis, you know. Um, <laughs> but I will say, a lot of them killed themselves. That's what's. That's actually why this True. episode is about this dude Wilhelm Redice, but it's really just about Nazis who sure. killed. It is hey, so many. The main one killed himself. Totally. <laughs> so wait, go who, from there. who was that? Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest Nazi of all time. <laughs> um, yeah okay so he's an Obergruppenfuhrer in the SS he was a division commander and then World War II starts and uh, hmm. the first assignment he's given is to oversee the deportation of Jews in East Prussia oh good yeah totally so this <laughs> that is, sounds awful this is like right away honestly if you're not feeling up to hearing about some really fucked up shit stop the podcast right now yeah <laughs> he, sounds, he sounds like he's an out and out war criminal you're literally about to hear about some really yeah. like horrifying things so but also there is this guy is particularly fucked up and you'll see why at the end because Obviously, every Jew is a, every Jew, every Nazi is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but then there's this extra thing he did that's really interesting. He so, went to the Taste of Chaos tour. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's crazy. Yeah, totally. So not only is he a Nazi, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get over his ex. Um, oh no. So oh, no. he's bad. He oversaw the deportation of Jews in East Prussia. He Oops. was ordered to kill 1,558 Jews that were considered mentally ill. So they're deporting Whoa. Jews, but they're like, yeah, but these 1,500 Jews that we're deporting are mentally ill, so they need to die. <laughs> I used to do the worst joke. I mean, I've done a bad, a million bad jokes about you know tragedies and stuff, of course. But the joke was kind of that the Nazis would kill like mentally handicapped people and intelligent people. And I was like... 
was it just like a math question they ask you? And it's like, that was too too quick. Kill you. Like, too slow an answer. Kill you. Like, it's like you had to answer in just the right amount of time frame. That's great. <laughs> and honestly, I think that probably is what it was. Yeah. It's so funny that it's like, well, you know what an easy political stance is? You know what would solve all the problems? If we just killed like a tenth of the population and took their businesses and money. Right. Yeah, the main <laughs> thing you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. Genocide. <laughs> yeah, genocide. Yeah, awful genocide. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess that's a I business see plan. the logic. <laughs> <laughs> I get. Oh, he's running on the kill me, take my wallet p- policy. Okay, I, I see how that. Yeah, could he's work. running on this pro- this platform where if everyone who disagrees <laughs> with him is dead. <laughs> Then everything will be great. Yeah, okay. Like, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> I see um, how that works. So he's ordered to kill 1,500 mentally ill Jews. Yikes. So he has to borrow gas vans <laughs> and um, like soldiers from other SS units to do this because it's so many people to kill. So he gets these other SS soldiers and tells them, um, take these gas vans, kill these 1,500 Jews. I will give you 10 marks, which was their currency. I'll give you 10 marks for every Jew you kill. It took them 19 days, 19 days only, to kill 1,558 Jews. And, then, and here is the extra cherry on top weird thing he did. They did that in 19 days, and then he refused to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> Bosses, am I right? Case of the Mondays. It's I spent so- all weekend slaughtering Jews, and I didn't even get my raise. That's the thing. There were there were German soldiers who went home and were like, I'm not even getting that hundred marks. <laughs> I tell you, sometimes it's not even worth being a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, they said that this was the ticket, man. Oh, my God. They told me that if I was just a Nazi for four years, I could go to college for pottery. Honestly? <laughs> this is the story that the like CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, should just use as an example. He's like, well, I mean, maybe I'm bad for not paying my but employees this guy so who well. didn't pay his employees was a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy he made him kill people and then not pay him. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> keep buying Amazon. Bezos, Bezos, Bezos. <laughs> That's what he does all day. That's fucking awful. It's That's so weird. I don't know why I'm like, well, that's awful. He was a bad boss, also. But uh, well, it's just bizarre. Like, how I don't. Bizarre. Yeah, why how does bizarre. that? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. You know what I want to do? I want to send an do. undercover boss. <laughs> to World yeah, War II? To, to World War II. Undercover boss, undercover time boss. machine edition. <laughs> time machine edition. If you could we send, send your boss one undercover time. boss <laughs> to back in time, where would you send him? He's like helping kill you know, I people. I would send him to fire Hitler. <laughs> um. So okay, so he does that. <laughs> then in 1940, Germany invaded Norway, and he's made uh, oh, Norway, dude. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. 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 Oh, Bezos, dude, there's no Norway, dude. <laughs> so then Wilhelm Red Ice is is sent to Norway and made the SS and police leader of Norway and commander of all SS troops in Norway. 
Mm. Yeah, dude. So he's like king of fucking Norway, dude. He <laughs> worked. Of, he man. worked directly with Reichskommissar Joseph Turbovin, and Reichskommissar is like a governor. It's like a political leader of oh. an area that they've conquered. Is this also a man in the high castle? No. Well, I think there is a Reichskommissar, but he's not a big character. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and he'll come up later. Remember Joseph Turbovin. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like a rash of Norwegian women uh, getting impregnated by German soldiers. Oh, God. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> like I said, don't listen to this if you don't want to hear Jesus awful shit. Christ. So he hears about this and he has an idea. <laughs> Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> yeah. He's going to pitch Guys, and go. we're going to do improv games. <laughs> <Okay>. Boost morale. <laughs> he came up with this dating game. <laughs> It's called Blind Date. Private. Every every date you go on is love and driving. Hitler Youth. Um, (laughs) Okay, so the idea is to implement this program called Lebensborn in Norway, which is a program that they had already implemented in Germany, which is basically a program that says we will give we will pay you if you have pure Aryan. Children. Oh God, I, I got to get out of here. I gotta, and they just they especially deal. encouraged uh, unmarried women to do it. And they there were like prizes for people who gave birth, women who gave birth to the most children. Oh, so wow. we basically just like implemented this program for German soldiers to get laid a lot. Yeah, it's a form of eugenics. Yeah, form of eugenics. Yeah, and you know abuse and rape of an entire <laughs> people. Uh, so you had a bad day. So you. <laughs> <laughs> Hampton, no. <laughs> no. no. Damn. In, uh, in Norway, under his rule, in that five-year period between 1940 and 1945 when the war ended, um, 8,000 Aryan children were born. Norway produced the most Aryan children Whoa. outside of Germany. 8,000? Yeah. Yeah, what well, fuck? everyone in Norway is Aryan. Okay. And I think that they took over Denmark and Norway like pretty fucking easily, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just, so it was just five years of them abusing this country. Yeah. Shit. I mean, uh, hmm. That sucks, man. That sucks. I mean, that sucks. The Holocaust. Man, that sucks. (laughs) Definitely adjacent to the Holocaust and doesn't suck as bad. But, dude, Norway, that sucks. That sucks, dude. Norway, dude. <laughs> used to be Sweden. Sweden. Nah, Sweden's still there. <laughs> Sweden? Sweden's right next to Norway, dude. <laughs> um, and damn, Mark. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm talking about taking a trip to goddamn Europe, man. Go, go to, like, Denmark, um, Norway. No way, dude. And, nah, like, way, sweet, dude. Switzerland. Like, <laughs> sweet, Switzerland. Uh, Sweeten. Jody Sweeten. <laughs> I love Europe. Europe. Um, so then the war ends, and... Just like that. And so, yeah, that's all the information you need. I mean, here's the thing. You know that. I don't need need to tell you what happened. Um, Oh, man. April 30th, um, 1945, Adolf Hitler killed himself. And Boom. Here's something. Yeah. Mic drop. 
Yeah. <laughs> Apt pupil. Adolf Hitler killed himself, and I was born. <laughs> Consciousness transferred to a new baby. The spirit lives on like the omen. Um... Oh Jeez. fuck! What is this guy's Jesus, name? Jesus, dude. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So there's this. I, there, here's something I didn't know. There was a guy named Carl Dönitz who was made the leader of Germany after Hitler killed himself. So he was, huh? The yeah, he was the Führer for like eight days. Whoa! Huh, and then was like, oh. That'd be a great movie. Yeah, absolutely. Just About like those eight days. Those eight days. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't know. That'd be like an insane period of time. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I'd love so, to know. I'm sure that guy wasn't even very good. I think it was eight days, 10 days, 15. I'm not sure. But in that span of time, just one by one, everything in Germany fell. Um, mm. And then they eventually, I think it was on the 10th of may i'm not entirely remembering where they gave a full surrender to the americans and the russians um hmm. so on may yeah on may 8th 1945 wilhelm red ice is in a bunker at skaugum which is a mansion 12 miles outside of oslo in norway that is owned by the king of Norway, the royal family. It's oh, wow. now where the crown prince of Norway lives. But it's owned by the royal family, and they turned it into this huge compound they where he it. and yeah, he and the Reichskommissar lived and all the other SS officers, and there were bunkers and shit. So it's like when you watch uh, uh, the third Indiana Jones and they're like in you know Nazi territory and they're in that castle. Right. It's like they exactly. just took over castles and shit. Dude, Total. Europe's awesome. You can just take over castles. Castles like you're fucking Link everywhere. In fucking Zelda games. <laughs> it's so uh, yeah. It's so fun. I think about that all the time, how we like we just don't Especially in California, our equivalent is like a fucking Zanku chicken, you know? It's like the oldest we building have in LA. the Zanku chicken! Thank you! Thank you, chicken! Thank you, Zanku! Yeah, I know. That's It's weird. It's like, I don't know what the weird mythology is of, like, say, like playing Wolfenstein, where you're like, oh, cool. Europe's full of castles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm seizing castles. So, uh, Wilhelm Red Ice is in a bunker at Skalgum, gets the news that the Third Reich has collapsed, and then basically immediately shoots himself in the head. Um, really? Yeah, just kills himself immediately. Really? Yeah. Right away. Yeah, and that's that's basically that's the story for so many Nazis, and it's hard to not giggle a little. Where it's like, oh, I'm gonna get caught. Fuck this. There are um, damn. Yeah, so he kills himself in that bunker, and then the Reichskommissar Joseph Turbovin that I told you about, he's in the same bunker later that day. Finds out that he's that the Third Reich has collapsed, and he's been dismissed by Karl. Uh, donuts, and then he kills himself by uh, by detonating fifty kilograms of dynamite in that bunker. Whoa! And then just vaporizing the remains of Wilhelm Red Ice Whoa. as well. So there's no remains of either of these two. Dude, that should have been the finale of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> they all just kill themselves, themselves in Rachel's apartment. Their yeah. whole bodies. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Man. Yeah. These guys were like, wow. I don't blame them. I mean, like, you know that you're, it's, 
things are not going to go well for you. Right. And also, like, it's funny because I think the reason World War II is so important historically is, like, this is like them doing old school kind of thing still. They're committing genocide. Yes. They're like doing like mass murder on like a scale of like Attila the Hun kind of shit. Right. And when you look at the footage, you're like, well, people are wearing suits and they're driving cars that like I've seen ver- versions of today. Like this is very recent. Right. You know? And plus it's also like, it's very like automated, the genocide. There's trains. It's being done by IBM. Did all the first computing. Of right. Like, it's like a very recent thing. Right. It was, and it's also very formal. Like you said, it's legislated. It's part of the government. Yeah. Um, it's very. Um, I think that's why it's important to just like think about sometimes because you're like, it's not that different from today. Right. You know. It's not. Yeah, it's not implausible that something like that could happen again. And genocides still do happen. Yeah, uh, the difference is they didn't have the internet, basically. Right. You know, like, there's very few other differences. Right, absolutely. You know? I just, I want to go through a list. I made, like, and this isn't even the full list of Nazis who have committed suicide, but I want to go through a quick list because there's something I want to address about it. Can you it. make it a song? Uh, <laughs> All the Nazis who <laughs> committed suicide? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Um, right. Old McDonald had <laughs> um, Old McDonald had a Reich E-I-E-I-O I, <laughs> And on that farm there were no Jews E-I-E-I-O um, Okay, Ernst Wiener Yeah, that's right Ernst I think he sounds cool Ernst <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Ernst I think Wiener. That was awesome. Fucking Ernst Penis. Um, <laughs> he was arrested in 1945 when the occupation ended, so he was in captivity and in custody. And while he was in custody, he somehow got a gun and shot and killed himself and another person. Yeah. Walter Buke was sentenced to five years in a labor camp after the war. And then when he got out of the labor wow. camp, he slit his wrists and threw himself into a lake. He had already <laughs> been alive five years after the war. Oh, wow. Um, Heinrich Fellis, he was told by his superior to surrender after Germany had surrendered. Um, and so he told his superior over like a walkie-talkie or whatever. He was like, give me one hour to organize a surrender. And then he took poison and shot himself. Um, Hans <laughs> Choose one. Uh, Hans, Why you got to be so greedy? <laughs> Hans Loritz was awaiting trial by the Russians and committed suicide. Walter Modell huh. found out he was indicted for war crimes by the Russians and then immediately ran into a forest and shot himself. Oh, that's where you do it. Um, this one is really interesting. Kurt Rothenberger, he was one of the ministers of justice. Um, in the Reich, he was tried. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> he was tried for war crimes and then sentenced to seven years in prison, and then huh. did that time. And then in 1959, someone publicized somewhere that he was a Nazi war criminal, and then he committed suicide. Nice. It like that's caught up to him. Yeah, it's <laughs> so funny. Uh, Conrad Genlein cut his veins. This one is like. He was in American captivity in Pilsen, Czechoslovakia, when uh, when the Reich ended, when Germany surrendered, mm-hmm. May tenth, nineteen forty-five. He broke his own glasses and slit his wrists with the shards of his own glasses. Wow! Yeah. If only I had more time. 
And then Gustav Wagner is one of the two Nazis known to escape to Brazil. Nice. And he lived until October 1980. This dude's into butts. Where he committed <laughs> suicide by stabbing himself in the chest. He lived until Whoa. 1980. And so I guess... Whoa, we, that's awesome. Yeah. Like the Nazi fi- probably like uh, finders found him. There was I like would imagine. These, there were like these people who were established after World War II were like, let's find these Nazis who are going oh, yeah. hiding and stuff like that. Right. There's a movie that just came out about it. Yeah, what is that movie called? I feel like I saw it. I can't it. remember, but yeah, yeah. And it's funny because they all went to South America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what that movie The Boys from Brazil is about. Oh, really? Is that they like clone Hitler in Brazil. Oh, that's right. It's so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is really interesting, an interesting thing to say because we're talking about Nazis, but it like there is one, I think, mm. allegory in, that you can take from this for a regular life, which is that like, yeah, it's hard to feel empathy for a Nazi. Um, <laughs> but one thing you can think about is um, we all make mistakes. <laughs> And I'm not saying this is a mistake, but we all, I'm sorry, (laughs) mistakes isn't the right way to say it. We all make really bad choices sometimes. (laughs) And there are things that I've done in my life that were like, I feel ashamed of. Right. We all have those. Yeah. And like, if you're doing something and you know it's shitty, stop. Well, also, (laughs) oh yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, like something I was thinking about, and also like a lot of the examples you actually placed are actually opposite of this, but I imagine when you're told the army has to quit and, you know, Russia might invade and kill you now because you were fucking with Russia for so long, the allies might kill you. Uh, There's just like kind of a, a collapse you know, that might happen. In the same way I was thinking, like, when the stock market, like, collapsed in whatever, the 1920s, and just people would jump out the window the minute they heard, you know, like, there were those sort of stories. Yeah, right. It's just like, I imagine the minute people were told, oh, the, the thousand-year Reich, that's not going to happen. The thing in I fact, bought into completely. Yeah, you're yeah. going to lose your house. Everything's fucked up. We are completely fucked. Everyone right. lied to you. It's over. Right. So there must be an initial wave of people who kill themselves. Right. And then over time, it's the slow trickle of like... It's know, catching sh- up to them. <laughs> it's catching up because yeah, you I guess fucked I ha- up you and you fucked up bad. You know? Yeah. You I know? mean, you put all your chips on... <laughs> The absolute the most shouting guy thing with the our... tiniest mustache. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why did you do that? I mean, was how charismatic was that dude <laughs> to you? You know what I mean? How much did you like this guy? You're like, man, that guy seems really in control. Yeah, I don't know. That's the guy not... shouting and waving his fists seems he seems tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a lot of people thought. I, it's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's kind of like a mass delusion ends. And right. that's also the other thing I was kind of talking about before is like it, it must have been almost horrifying in a sense that this is really like a pretty brutal genocide happening in like pretty developed Europe. Oh, yeah. So just first the, world Europe. Absolutely. You're like, oh, yeah, I was uh, throwing like people into pits and then like throwing lie on their bodies and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I yeah. can't live with myself. Like there's just. Yeah, I did. I read an interview with, I think it was Turboven, 
where he was like, oh yeah, it just became a part of our daily routine where we would like kill and torture Jews and I didn't even think anything of it. We would just have drinks after. Yeah. And then it just <laughs> hits like, them. You're going to think about it later. Yeah, I mean, I was... Maybe. I think maybe the parallel I was trying to draw into like a regular life of just making decisions that you were later later regret. Oh yeah. It's maybe not a good <laughs> analogy. <laughs> no, but I think you no, know what I I'm saying. You. Like things catch up to you and this is the worst version of it. Yeah. But like No, in a severe way. I yeah. mean have you ever seen this documentary about like uh I think it's the death squads in like Singapore? Like it's called the oh, act of killing. killing. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Killing. And it's like it's them teaching people who are doing exactly what the Nazis did they but like in a very recent brutal fashion i think this was only in the 80s they would like anybody they decided who was a communist anyone who they just didn't like in the neighborhood they were basically like low-level mafia ss type troops who were just like i don't like that guy i want his business let's take him into a room let's cut off his head and now he's dead yeah if anyone complains we cut off their heads yeah and so like like you're saying it catches up to you in this documentary, they have a dude who's like, you know, 80 years old or something. And like, you know, that he was like one of the capos. He was like one of the ge- generalissimos of like killing wow. people. And they bring him to the room where he used to decapitate people. And the whole documentary is him like recreating the murders and going through like almost like trying to really roundabout teach somebody empathy. Especially somebody who was like so amoral that was like, I wanted his wallet, so I cut off his head, and then his son complained, so I cut off his hands, and then I cut off his head. Like, you know, just somebody who's like completely devoid of empathy. And in the movie, he he's like in the room and he starts rocking back and forth and he starts kind of like thinking, he's like, I'm thinking about my grandkids and like if if someone did this to me and what they would feel. Like he he it's like for the first time processing it. Wow. And in this documentary, he just starts sobbing. He starts weeping. And it's like it's like they taught it, it feels really equivalent to they found a Nazi, someone who's completely beyond moral redemption and was just like they taught him how he to feel realizes bad. on screen. Whoa. Yes, it's 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 devastating. It's yeah. crazy. It's someone just realizing he's like murdering people is bad. Whoa. And now I realize how bad my family would feel if I died. And I now realize I've done that to thousands of people. Whoa. And just like sobbing. And it's like, he's fucked. Like there's no like coming back from that. But at least well, like the yeah. purpose of the documentary was like, do you get it? Like, because yeah. at the beginning, it really seems like they can't even understand like what was wrong. Man. They were like, yeah, that's just what we did. You know, and like we're pretty open about it. Like, actually, it's a bragging point for a lot of them. They're like, I've killed 300 people. Like, right. they were like, that was how they were known in their family. Like, their family was, like, proud of them. Like, my grandfather killed 300 people. Right. <laughs> like, it's it's just, like, a weird, fucked up way of looking at, like, trying to justify your morality. Well, yeah, I mean. It's so ooh. bizarre. And to see that movie where that it catches up with that guy was, like. It's. I really recommend it. It's a one-time watch. Like, oh, for sure. You can't watch. It's actually why I haven't watched it because everything yeah. I've read about it is like only watch this when you're in the right headspace. <laughs> yeah. It's like kids. There's a second movie or now too. A lot of other movies. Yeah, Gummo. <laughs> only watch it once. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking with like all these people who kill themselves right when they get caught. It's right. like those people. They knew. It seems like you had. If that's your reaction, if you don't even wait 
to see how you're going to be treated, that means you knew <laughs> you were doing like vicious, evil shit, and you were like, okay, on some level, time to right? go. Yeah, yeah. Like at least in the back of your mind, yeah. Maybe you didn't t- talk about yourself like a monster every day, but when that shit came through, you were like. Oh God, they're gonna treat me just as bad as I treated everybody. Yeah. I can't take that. It's just like, you know. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I don't like Nazis. Me neither, man. I think they're jerks. I think they're dorks. They don't pay their employees. I think they're spazzes. They don't pay their employees. <laughs> <laughs> Which Jeff is Bezos, the ultimate Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky there's a Nazi guy. <laughs> hey Bezos. That's if, I don't know. I guess that's if Bezos was on Family Guy. <laughs> um, uh, that was fun, man. That was really good, man. I'm endlessly fascinated with World War II, and Me I like too. that we did a Nazi suicide episode. There's a lot of Nazis. There's so many more Nazis than that that killed themselves. Hey, listen, if you listen to this podcast and you're a Nazi, fucking knock it off. Man, fuck you, dude. Yeah, how about you stop? If, I see, if you're a Nazi and you're a fan of the show and I see you on the street, I'm going to fucking... Give you a piece of my mind. Yeah. If you do like uh, a Nazi salute, I don't even care if you're like hailing a cab. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm going to fucking take you out behind the fucking venue. And uh, of course, I'm going to give you your money back for the show. Because like I threw you out, obviously. Yeah, then fair is fair. And then I'm going to fucking slap you in the face a couple times. And then I'm going to run. <laughs> That's what being <laughs> liberal is all about. Slap then run. R- slap run. The Democratic punch, Party motto: Run away completely. Um, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Sign up for our Patreon: Patreon.com/slash/SuicideBuddies. Hot episodes up on the Patreon, guys. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, please check them out. They're super fun. They're super uh, dumb, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 dumb. I also really love them. Yeah, so, me too. Uh, check them out. All right, all right, guys. See take care of yourselves. Week. Glad you're alive. Glad you're alive. Ooh, that was an episode of Suicide Buddies. Ooh, it is rough. I know we got a little deep. We got a little dank. We got a little bit of dark. And we just want you to know, Dave and I, that we don't really take this that lightly. We realize that a lot of people are struggling out there. And we want you to know that if you are dealing with these dark thoughts right now, it would be great if you could call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. And they have the resources to help you deal with this in a little bit more of a medically professional way. So we would appreciate that. And we're happy that you're with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.